Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, Thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Hello and welcome to Law of Attraction Change My Life. I am Francesca and I'm so pleased to be back with you this week because I decided just off the cuff tonight, so we'll see how the fuck this goes. Normally I kind of plan out my podcasts and what I'm going to talk about and anything like really important that I don't want to miss out. Um, Things that will add value to you and things that you could be like, ah, I need to remember that and write it down. This week, I just kind of wanted to do a bit more of an informal one. So I hope that you like this. I hope that you still get something from it. But the theme of today is basically, does this bitch practice what she fucking preaches? Does she listen to her own goddamn advice? The answer is yes, sometimes, but not always. So the reason I thought of this was because 
This week, I did take my own advice. So if you remember, last week, my episode was all about the importance of celebrating your wins and how actually celebrating milestones or celebrating your wins can really, really help you keep your motivation up, can help you achieve your goals in the long term. And it's just basically a fucking good idea. Now, I wasn't planning to have a first birthday party for my girls. Well, I was, but it was just going to be like a couple of like family members round, just a little family thing. Partially because I think, I don't know if it's all of my mum friends now are on their second child. And honestly, I'm a second child. And let me tell you, we get treated differently. My sister was entered into a beautiful baby competition. She won the most beautiful baby on Canvey Island, like five years running. She had photo albums of her whole life. She had personalised t-shirts. Anushka is one. All this shit. What did I get? Cradle cap and about four photos. Honestly. And my mum always says, oh, it's because I had ME when you were a baby. Bullshit. I call bullshit on that. I now have a second child and I know why it is. It is so hard to keep the stamina up of, of all the shit that you did for your first child for your second or your third. And I am determined because I'm a second child not to do that. So anyway, all of my mum friends are on like their second child and no one really seems to have big first birthday parties. Like they just do family or whatever. And I think there's this slight COVID hangover where people are used to not really gathering and celebrating like we used to. So I was just planning on having some family round. We were going to have a Chinese. We were going to just have a lol and a cake. And I spoke to my sister like two days before and she was like, I can't believe you're not having a first birthday party. Like it's really, really bad. They'll look back in years to come and be like, why did Bohemia get one and why didn't we? I was like, oh Lord God, you're right. So literally, I kid you not, less than 48 hours beforehand, I was like, okay, I guess we're having a party. I honestly felt like Chris Jenner when she had to plan Chloe and Lamar's wedding in 14 days. Like that was legit my life for the last 48 hours. Inviting people, doing balloons, getting a balloon artist to make some crazy fucking thing, doing all the food, all that kind of shit. I mean, I say doing all the food. I literally chuck some party rings on a table. But look, it's neither here nor there. Is that all of the people that were really sort of important and fundamental to that first year, the little friends they've made and stuff, we're all here to celebrate. And I really kind of framed it as that was like, look, my dining chairs still haven't arrived. So I've got no fucking chairs. Um, but I really want you just to come and celebrate with us and have a slice of cake. And it's no big deal. Like you don't need to bring presents. Like you just want to see you and just celebrate this milestone. And let me tell you, it was the most delightful party ever. It was after school, really short and sweet, just like an hour and a half, two hours. And it was just really nice to gather and just really just celebrate exactly what I was talking about last week. Just celebrate the milestone. And also for me as well, talking about taking my own advice, the book that we've been doing recently is all about finding balance between working and like, what do you call not working? Relaxing? Living your life? I don't know. Um, It's called Working Hard, Hardly Working. And in that, she said, we have to find more of a balance um, between switching off. And for those 48 hours before, I actually didn't do any work. I didn't do any recording. Um, Even when the nanny came for my dedicated work session, I didn't do any work. I just was focusing on birthday preparations and presents and all that kind of shit. 
And it was a really lovely little 48 hour reprieve that I so desperately needed. I didn't even know I needed it. Um, and so, yeah, that is truly inspired by <laughs> listening to myself last week on my podcast saying that you need to celebrate your wins. And I'm so glad I did it. I'm going to make a little photo album for them that is all pictures from that birthday so that when they look back, they can be like, ah, we did have a first birthday party. So it got me thinking about what other times have I taken my own advice from my own podcast? And do I really and truly apply this shit I'm telling you to do to my own life? And so I've written a few little things down here. I went back through my previous episodes for like the last six months and I just looked and thought, hmm, have I applied this to my life? Have I done it consistently or is it something that I don't do? Now, what have I written here? So I did a podcast recently about the power of a highly symbolic upgrade. Now, this was from the book Get Rich Lucky Bitch by Denise Duffield Thomas. By the way, a lot of this stuff is inspired by the books that I've been reading this year, all from my book club. So if you want to join the book club, I'd highly recommend it. Links down below, all that shit, you know what to do. So the power of a highly symbolic upgrade. In the book, she gave the example of a accountant. Now, I've had an accountant for years because I'm always too scared to do my own tax return. I just want to make sure it's done right. But I've been missing a trick this whole time. I didn't need an accountant. I needed a bookkeeper, somebody who would actually take care of my monthly accounts, affairs, all that kind of shit. This woman, and I'm all about supporting the women-owned business, honestly, everything I've been doing recently, I've got a woman bookkeeper, I've got a woman lawyer, I've got woman everything. I'm fucking loving it. Oh, except for a handyman. He's a man. But apart from that, they're all women. And I can honestly say that getting this woman on board has legit changed my life. I had such money blockages because I knew that I would reach certain thresholds, be it the VAT threshold or I'd go into a limited company, whatever it might be, all of these markers of success where you're like, okay, my business is going to the next level. And I didn't know how to fucking do it. So rather than go to the next level, I was keeping myself small because I simply didn't know how to do it. And I was scared of it. Now that was simply eradicated. That that blockage was just crumbled by hiring someone who completely knew what they were doing. That is their speciality. That's what they spend all day doing. And it's completely offloaded from my bandwidth. I no longer have to think about it. And as a result, I've been able to earn more. I've been able to grow my business. It's been a fucking life changer. So if you have a similar story, because I know that as women as well, we tend to be scared of like finances and tax and all that kind of stuff. Honestly, hire someone that is an expert because it will change your goddamn life. So looking back a little further, I did a podcast episode all about the four D's, which was from the book, The Power of Focus, I think by Jack Canfield. And it's all about um, if you're feeling overwhelmed with tasks or, you know, we all have things we need to do every day. A lot of us wake up every day with a to do list and it can be really hard to prioritize the things that you actually need to do. And quite often, small time admin can interrupt you actually reaching your long term goals because these big tasks, these long term goals actually are made up of several different elements, several aspects. And we tend to just put them off and put them off and put them off. And then, of course, they never happen and we never move forward in the direction that we want to go. And so this was reinforced to me. This is what I love about um, a lot of these books is that they all overlap each other in what they're saying. And sometimes you're told something and you think, oh, that's a good idea. And it kind of just rolls off your back. And then another author tells you it in a different way. And you're like, oh, 
Yes, I completely understand this now. Now, I often hear people talk about that um, in the framework of kind of therapy. Uh, I'm trying to think who has said it now, but I've heard someone say to me like, oh, my therapist has told me like 20 times something. And then she told me the 21st time and I was like, oh, I get it now. And it's like, yeah, I've told you this 21 times, but sometimes we need to hear something repeatedly. Now, the book that we've just done, which is called Working Hard, Hardly Working, she puts this in a slightly different um, way and it's called the Eisenhower Method. And it is a four um, a four box table, which is where you put your tasks. So it's like urgent, not urgent, important, not important. And it really helps you to plan out your day. And I've actually been doing it for the entire week as well. So I'll sit down on a Sunday night and plan my week. And I tell you what, doing that has meant that I have literally made more progress on like my longer term goals in the last two weeks than I have, I would say, in maybe the last six months, just from applying this method. Do you remember my podcast episode about time lag, about how your manifestations are on their way? Please hold, please be patient. They are coming. Now, I 100% am living this truth right now. I have made several sort of medium term goals. They're not long term goals like my, you know, buying my dream house or meeting my soulmate and things like that. But they're sort of medium term goals like renovating my house, um, getting back into some kind of routine, just things like that, getting a bigger car, all these things that actually they sound like, well, I was going to say they sound like small things, but they're not small things. Um, They're really fucking big things, but they make such a difference to your everyday life. Now, I practice the law of attraction every day. Some days I do it better than others. And one thing I hear is people discover the law of attraction. They try it for a week or two and then they say, oh, nothing changed. My life is still shit or, you know, it didn't work for me. Now, I made several goals um, maybe a year ago, maybe even up to two years ago now. But when I look at my life a year ago, I was pregnant with twins. I had no income. My business had completely been decimated by the pandemic. I was living in a house that I fucking hated. I bought it to renovate and then I found myself having no money and no uh, no glimmer in the future of how I would get the money to be able to do this. Also, I was having twins and my car was not even big enough to fit a twin pram in the boot. So shit was looking pretty grim, I'm going to be honest with you. Now, I set in motion several goals, several aspirations, and I would do a lot of visualization. And I always remember, and this was at different points. So there's different points I look back where I'm like, oh, that was a dark time. So it was, you know, when I was pregnant and quite frankly, terrified that I was going to be bringing three children into this house that was just not big enough. We were tripping over ourselves. I didn't know where I was going to put all the stuff because babies come with so much stuff. And likewise, you know, in those newborn days where it was just such long days and I just, I mean, there were many, many, many days, weeks even, where I was on for 20 hours a day, 20 hours a day nonstop, like someone was awake for all of those 20 hours out of a 24 hour day. And I always held this visualization in my mind of one day my house is going to be done. It's going to be done exactly to my taste. I'm going to be sitting here. My girls are going to be older. I always knew with twins, as soon as they were mobile and stuff, that they would be so much easier. It was the, it was the whole, you know, two immobile newborns. It's, it's absolutely impossible. 
Uh, well, it's not impossible because I did it, but it's bloody hard. And I just remember thinking one day I'm going to sit down and I'm going to look around me and I'm going to be like, it all came good. It all came good. And that happened this week. That literally happened this week. I was sitting there in my lovely new kitchen, which I'm obsessed with. Sorry if you're getting bored of the pictures on Instagram, but I can't get over it. I'm going to do a whole Instagram live of where everything's from. I mean, I don't even know if anyone is interested, but I just want to show you because it's my vibe, okay? And I love sharing a cozy vibe. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. And I was sitting there and all three of my girls were just sitting playing together. They all play together now. This is the other thing. I remember back in the winter lockdown, me and my twin mum friend, Holly, we used to just walk around our village in the rain and the cold because that's all we had to do. We weren't even allowed in each other's houses. Remember those days? Oh, it's wild. And I remember us saying, do you know what? Okay, the single mum, like the single baby mums have got it at the moment. They've got it easier, but there's going to come a day where our twins are just going to play with each other and then we're going to find it easier. That day will come and we used to talk about this glorious day that would come. We also used to talk about one day we're going to go to a baby group and we're going to sit and have lunch and life is going to be great because we were literally having newborns, two newborns each in a lockdown, one of the most detrimental things to a new mother's mental health that can happen, to be isolated, to be separated from society. It's one of the worst things that can happen. And we're here. I was watching all three of my daughters playing together and I just thought they are all a picture of health. They're all perfect. I'm sitting in this house that feels so like home to me. I fucking love being here. I love it so much. I look out on my driveway and I've got a car that I can, I mean, at the moment, not to brag, I've got two twin prams in the boot because I bought one because they're outgrowing the other one and then I decided I didn't like it, so I've got to sell it. But I had two in the boot. I can fit all kinds of shit in that boot. It's so big. And I just thought all of these little day-to-day things that made my life really hard, not having a dishwasher, not having a proper fridge freezer, not having the space to put high chairs around my dining table, having to wean two babies on a carpeted floor. That was fucking disgusting. Having to take the floor out of my boot because the only way my double pram would fit in the boot was if I took the floor out and then every time I did it, it would like pull the wires to my headlights. I mean, all that shit that made my day-to-day life hard, it's all gone. It's all gone and it's just fucking plain sailing and I just looked around and thought all of my manifestations have come true this is incredible did it happen overnight no did I give up when it didn't manifest a week later no was I realistic and set myself visions and goals that I felt that I could achieve even if it was a stretch yes 
And now they're all here. And like they say, the time passes anyway. So either you reach for your goals over a long period of time or you just don't fucking do it at all and you end up in the same place. So you decide which one you want to do. I did another episode called Dress for the Life You Want, Not the Life You Have. Do I practice what I preach? Do I take my own advice? Not always. But let me tell you something. When I do, it makes such a difference to my day. I will admit my own personal self-care has really taken a nosedive since being a parent of three. It is very bottom of the list. I don't really do anything for myself. And I'm aware that that has to change because I can't just live in this, you know, this bubble forever. But the days where I do say, do you know what? I'm going to take the time to fake tan myself. I'm going to take the time to wash my goddamn hair. I'm going to take the time to put something on other than my usual mum uniform. I literally have a day that is 10 times better than normal. I'm more confident. I take more risks. I, um, I'm more assertive. And I seem to just see more opportunity around me. It's incredible how it works. But yeah, I, I don't, I'm going to be honest with you. That's what this episode is all about. I don't always do it. But when I do, I'm really thankful that I did. I did an episode with the wonderful Amanda Francis on becoming a wealthy woman. And one of my favourite lessons, it actually wasn't strictly from her, although maybe it was, but it was also Denise Duffield Thomas, was to make incremental upgrades to your life. Now, I thought I'd done an episode about this because it's so... I'm a big fan of it. And if I haven't done an episode about it, I'm going to because it's something that I desperately need to share with you guys. So I'll have a proper check back on my episode list and see if I've done it. But the incremental upgrade is about upgrading small things in your life gradually, just a notch up, just take yourself a notch up and it will gradually make you feel like a more and more wealthy woman. And as you gradually start to increase the quality or whatever it might be of these small things in your life, guess what? Your finances increase and it works. I have to tell you, it works. Now, I have been a huge fan of the incremental upgrade. I've been practicing this now ever since we read the book and I do it on a regular basis. Things that I have upgraded in my life are generally my surroundings, like since having my refurb done, like I've just generally increased the quality and everything of all of my surroundings, but that wasn't fucking hard because I lived in a gross old granny house. Also, one of the first things I did was I switched all of the fruits and vegetables that I buy for me and my daughters to eat. Obviously, what else would we do with them? I switched to organic. So it's not always possible to buy organic with everything, but usually at least sort of 75% of the time you can get, you know, raspberries, blackberries, they don't seem to make black uh, organic blackberries, but strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, all that kind of shit, apples, I buy all organic. Now that's something that before I would have been like, that's a waste of money. It's three times the price, but that is something that's obviously very important buy the best quality food you can buy, etc, etc. I also have started buying certain things from nicer supermarkets like Waitrose and stuff. So not everything like your girl definitely gets a weekly Tesco delivery slot because that's the life I'm living. I mean, I go through so many baby wipes, nappies, food, fruit, vegetables, everything like 
yeah, you best believe I do a Tesco delivery every week. But certain things I do now go to Waitrose or Marks and Spencer and I buy them from there. For example, all the cakes and stuff from the birthday went to Waitrose. They were amazing. Weren't that much more expensive, to be honest with you, but such a nicer shopping experience and such a nicer end product as well. Another thing I've been doing is when I'm going shopping, I'm actually buying nicer clothes from nicer brands, just small incremental upgrades, nothing crazy. I'm not going from Primark to Prada, but I'm just making small incremental upgrades in that area as well. Also, my skincare is another area that I did that. When we were reading this book, that was one of the first incremental upgrades that I made. I had been using The Ordinary and I decided to upgrade back to Beauty Pie. I used, it's like a subscription service. I used to get Beauty Pie and I loved it, but it is It is, even though it's, you know, it's marked down, it is actually still quite expensive. And I decided to go back to it. I absolutely love the products and I'm super happy with that decision. And even little things like the baby's nappies. I get these ones called Rascal and Friends and they are formaldehyde-free, chemical-free, like really nice designs. They're only about a pound more expensive than like Pampers or like your average nappies. But it's like, what difference is a pound going to make? And when I buy those, I'm like, yes, I am buying the best for my child. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel really great about it. So that is the power of the incremental upgrade. If you want to hear more about the whole science behind it and all that kind of stuff, then do let me know. But those are my examples of the incremental upgrades I've been doing over the last few months. Now, do you remember my episode about the wheel of life? Now, I did sit down and do a wheel of life. I didn't just preach it to you guys. I sat and I did it myself. And I do try to do it once a quarter, if not once a month. But let's be honest with you, it's not once a month, but once a quarter. And what I've realized over the last kind of year or so, and I was very aware of this already. I didn't need a fucking wheel of life to tell me this, but my life was very, very imbalanced. Um, Everything was kind of home childcare, family, that kind of stuff, working, business. And there was nothing on romance, fun, time off, um, adventure, travel. There was nothing on that side. Now, that could be a slight pandemic thing. It could be that I'm on maternity leave. I understand this is just a phase in my life. It's not going to be forever. Um, But it did help me to realise that there is a real imbalance. And there are things that you can do to balance those things out. So, I realised that it could be little things like letting myself have a daytime bath or letting myself have a little, you know, give myself a little facial while the while the girls are in the bath because, my God, they love to be in there for like half an hour. So I'm like, I might as well give myself a facial while I'm here. You can fit these little aspects of self-care and try and balance out your life a little bit um, in really simple ways. Another thing that I've discovered is just to really plan ahead, to really plan ahead like times to see your friends and to have nights out. So they don't happen very often for me. I think I've only had two nights out since they were like the babies were born, I think maybe, maybe three, but I think two. Um, but actually planning ahead and saying, right, are people free this particular night and making sure it really happens. Otherwise, the months just pass you by. And before you know it, it's too much effort to organise things and it's last minute and it never happens. So anyway, that is as far back as I went in my episode history to see if I've really been taking my own advice, practicing what I preach. And to be honest with you, I really do. 
I do take this shit on board. Of course, not everything 100% of the time. I'm not perfect. I know you'll think I am. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I know you don't. But um, yes, I do try to apply a lot of it as much as I can. Um, and things as well, like a morning routine. That is something I was thinking just the other day, actually. I have got the morning routine down. Now, if you've listened to this podcast any length of time, you'll know that as a child, I had really, um, what's the word? Uh, when it's not organized, dysfunctional, no, disorganized, erratic, crazy mornings, crazy mornings. Like I was always late. I often wouldn't go to school because I got to the point where I was so late. I didn't want to go to school. I didn't eat breakfast properly. I never felt like I was ready. I didn't feel prepared. And I've been really aware that I don't want my children to grow up with that same experience. And so I've been really trying to like reframe how I feel about mornings and what they mean to me. And actually, my morning routine is down. And I definitely did a podcast episode about this because I remember it. And our mornings are filled with happiness. It's my favorite time of my day. And I always thought, oh, my God, how on earth am I going to get Bo? to the school run how am I going to do that with two other children it's going to be impossible and it really isn't we're early most days and it's a true delight we have a lovely time we listen to gratitude songs in the morning we laugh we sing everyone's having a good time Um, and so that is the end of me practicing what I preach. I hope that this style of episode was all right for you. I know it is a lot of personal anecdotes and, you know, how this is applied to my own life. But sometimes I feel like that's the best way to kind of share the law of attraction. And that's what I've always done is to kind of let people know how it has affected me and how I've applied it in my life in real practical terms. Oh, oh, God. Oh God, I've got naked attraction on in the background and I just saw something horrendous that you see. This is why I'm not ready to date. This is why I'm not ready to date. I don't want to see naked men on my TV or in real life. I just am not ready for this shit. Lord have mercy. Okay. Um, is there anything else I have to tell you? Oh yes. Let me tell you something exciting. My sister and I have a new range of candles out. So we will be like launching them on Instagram over the next sort of month or so. But they're all live on the website. They're available to buy now. So we have a fab new range of Halloween, Christmas and New Year manifestation candles. So if you are looking for a gift for a friend, for a loved one, maybe someone who loves this podcast, or maybe people are asking you, what do you want for Christmas, bitch? You can send them a link and be like, this is what I want. And they are hand poured, handmade by the fair hands of my sister herself. Um, And you're going to love them because I've never had someone receive a manifestation candle and say they haven't loved it. So try that if you dare. We have like I said, Halloween, Christmas, New Year for everything you could want. Um, And I will see you next week for another episode, which is going to be about something quite exciting. I was going to talk about it tonight, but I've ended up rambling on for more than I thought. And I don't want to make this too long. So I'll save it for next week. It's all about boiling the water. I'm going to give you some some great tips about boiling water. Now, it sounds really wild, but just Google why you shouldn't boil water twice. If you're in fact, I, I just you know, what? as I was sitting here, I was like, I can't leave it another week. I've got to tell you quickly. If you are the sort of person that boils water in your kettle for a cup of tea or something, and then you pour a bit and then you leave the rest of the water in there and then you reboil that water. Please, I beg of you, fucking Google why you shouldn't boil your water twice. Please. 
just do me a solid, do me a favor, go and check it out and make sure that you empty your kettle each time and only boil your water once. But anyway, I'll be back next week. It's not going to be all about boiling water, obviously, but I just had to tell you that quickly um, because I care about you. Right. I'll see you next week. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. Oh, sorry, she's back. Um, also, I just wanted to say, because this is the last podcast before the new month starts, we are doing The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo in our book club for October. And I'm super excited about it because anyone that knows me knows that I find decluttering the most cleansing thing, the most therapeutic thing for my soul. And it can really help you manifest what you actually want into your life. And so if you are sitting there thinking, my house is cluttered, I can't find things, I don't have time for stuff because I'm always sorting out my shit. You don't need to live that life anymore. Let me tell you, come and join the book club. It's £10 a month. You can cancel at any time. So you could literally just join for this one month. It'd be £10 and you'd sort your whole shit out in one month. So it's a one month challenge to clear your house, your car, your office, whatever it is you have to clear, edit, declutter, organise and live your best life. So if you want to come along for that, the link is down below in the show notes. All right. Thanks. Bye. 
what up bitches it's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life i think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work their teachings into a book that often costs less than 10 pounds it's incredible to me and i am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self development journey and you know i have the uk's biggest self development book club there's over 3000 of us reading along each month but maybe you're thinking fran i ain't got time to read who do you think i am barbara cartland no, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 